afternoon, Patriots, and today is Wednesday, August 30th in the year 2023. Welcome to the surveillance state of being. Hope you're all enjoying these days where everything you do is tracked, tagged, and cataloged in the NSA database for future reference. Even if you picked your nose in the bathroom, they're going to figure it out by your data. This is the sick world we live in. We're going to play a piece near the end today on by Edward Snowden. It's a really good piece to understand the magnitude of what they're doing with this data and what it means for our own personal security and privacy. It's big. But Patriots, before we begin, one thing that's inevident is evidently clear is we are dealing with psychopaths. And if you haven't figured that out, then, well, what can I say? Welcome to 2023. But with that, they are they are likely to do anything. We've seen what they'll do in Lahaina. They There are still um, many, many children disappear, missing. And we are seeing the destruction that was waylaid. I have no doubt that whether it's by incompetency of government or the help of other aspects of this fight, like directed energy, that all of those things were put together to literally to annihilate an entire community. And if it's all coincidence, then it's a big one and a bad one, a reflective deeply of what's going on. Patriots, one thing to be sure of, though, you need to have good measures of protection in place. And one of those, regardless, is to protect your electronics, your cars, your vehicles, your ATVs, your RVs, your home generators, all these things. And that's through empsupply.com, empshield, I'm sorry, empshield.com, empshield.com. Head on over to empshield.com. You can use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, get $50 off. Yay, that's good. And free shipping, another win. And on top of it, you've got 10% off site-wide in addition to that. That's a triple header right there. So head on over to empshield.com. Take a look at all their, they're giving a great database and all their certifications. It's an American-made product. It protects you from EMP level one, two, three, plus lightning strikes plus solar flares. It's the whole package, and it's a great insurance for every bit of the, the assets that we need to continue with in the event either the psychopaths have a, have a play day or natural events such as lightning and solar flares affect that we will not be left motionless or without power or without communications. So again, empshield.com. Use your promo code BARDS and get the great take advantage of the great savings. Lots of crazy things going on, which shouldn't surprise anybody. This is 2023. And with that, we have the increasing movement of the global psychopaths. They are psychopaths. We have a look here that in Brits, in, if you're in Britain, you have been told not to heat your homes at night because this is part of net zero climate goals. Okay, thank you. If you're, I hope you're cold. And if you're, if you're listening to this nonsense, you're wrong. I mean, I'm just going to speak to, we have some great people from the UK that are here. And if you're listening to this garbage and if your country's listening to this garbage, I'm telling you, it, it, somehow the, the learning curve is not there yet. I have, I have a prayer for England at some point that they will sever their relationship with the lizard head royalty and they will return to God and start to really get the fighting spirit, spirit that they had during the Cromwell period. But we don't have that right now. At least I don't think so. I could be wrong. I'm always I'm always willing to retract those statements if we can prove the great great mightiness of this Brit spirit within the ranks. But as it is right now, too many people have sold out. Too many people idolize the king to queen, Harry, Frank, whatever their name is. And if you can't tell, I really can't stand the royal family. That I that by the way, that almost got me kicked out of Afghanistan. Just so you know, because I wrote an article, and, and it was in two thousand six actually after the brits had 
their leadership, not the soldiers, their leadership to completely screwed up, left their soldiers stranded up north in Hillman. They had to mobilize Americans and Canadians to go resupply them with, with water. That was two para that was up there. And so I wrote the article, and at the end of the article, I said, effectively, the former colonies saved the Queen's arse. And the next thing I know, I was called to Kabul to stand to in front of the British colonel for insulting the queen. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever. I'm an American. I'm not a Brit. I really don't care. Don't give a rip about your stupid royalty. Couldn't care less about your lizard head leadership. I was a little more polite than that. He, he was so frustrated. He told me, get out of here. This is now a yellow card on your career. And I said, is that like soccer? And uh, we went back to the American command and we laughed for a long time. So whatever. I could care less. I love our English brethren. I can't stand this idol worship of the lizard head royalty. Drives me nuts, baddie. Can't believe how much money is wasted on that. Can't believe how people believe it and let their money of the capital state be sucked into that wealth empire that does nothing more than exploit people and rape kids. But... I guess yeah, I'm not Brit, so don't have the authority to do much other than speak the truth across the pond. And that's what we're going to do. But England, please don't listen to this climate nonsense, net zero garbage. You've got a real problem on the, on the UK peninsula because you've got the Scots, the, the, the uh, Scots up north that have been taken over by woke idiots. If you go to Edinburgh or, or the other other main cities up there, you're going to find out anymore that you might as well eat tofu, let your hair grow long, don't wear, don't use deodorant, and they're going right back to the where they were without the mightiness of the Scottish warrior. They're all going back to spineless tofu eating whatever they are, half men, half women, or gender flippers or something. We need to get the spirit of the men back. That's what we need. Mighty men, and that's where it has to be, so... Maybe we'll have to put a Bards Fest over in the UK and like rile it up, get Nigel Farage to join us. Maybe the resistance chicks will come over with us too and we'll like light it up. We'll make that island so intense. They'll want to put us on a boat the first thing the next morning, but that's okay. I'll be glad to do it. That would be something. It will be epic. I guarantee it. You will not be forgotten, as we would say. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's rain down some prayers. Father God, we come to you today very humbled, blessed, and always energized for some great prayers to bring to you, to present ourselves before the throne with a loving heart and a mighty spirit of the warriors of heaven and Jesus. Father, in a very serious and very real manner today, we have a, a call for prayer for healing, and this is literally an important call for healing for Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny's condition is not getting better. She's continuing to find herself losing mobility of things, and whatever has become her, her, her blood pressure is very high. So, Father, this is a warrior in kingdom. We know this. She's fought on the front lines. And whatever has become, has ever befallen her, we are now going to wage war against it today. So, Father, in the authorities given to us by Jesus, we are establishing a hedge of protection around Sherry and her clinics and her house and her family. And this is an impenetrable wall built on the blood of Jesus that no one coming near it, no evil coming near it can penetrate. And any evil trying to penetrate, not only will you be rebuked, but you'll be gagged and forever forced to speak the words, Jesus is Lord, even to your own master. 
Father, as we st- sit here today, truly just in our hearts are, are before you. We are, we are directing and declaring healing over Dr. Sherry Tenpenny from heaven to earth and earth to heaven, the entire space of the Holy Spirit to fill her and to restore her body. We cast out the demons that are leading to the high blood pressure. We're casting out any sort of fears, trepidations, any sort of hesitations, doubt, anything. And we are simply calling for the power of the mighty of the Holy Spirit to flood into her life and to give her such an amazing moment of realization that there can be no doubt of the power of the living God. And Father, we pray, and, and Jesus, we ask that you will make yourself present and known to Sherry, to reveal your face, to let her feel the might and glory of our Lord and Savior. Let her feel the mightiness as the warrior and the unbelievable compassion for the love within that, Jesus, that only you can do, that we can touch and we can experience, but you have the command of all of that. So Jesus, we ask that you'll make yourself present before Sherry Tenpenny. Raise her up. And Father, Wherever Cherry sits in the relationship with you, what we pray in very deeply right now, Father, is that in these moments when we get sick and we think that things seem to be big, we have, we're dealing with so many of the big issues of pressure as they try to steal her license and shut down her clinics and wage war with her, with, on her within the social circles. Father, we're just asking for just an envelope of peace and calm to settle in around her. Any doubts that may sit on her heart, any anxieties, we're just praying that they'll be cast away and washed away with the blood. And so, Father, as we pray into this mightily, we want and pray for Sherry that she will have such a magnificent experience in this moment, a moment when you seem to work the best. When you drop us to our knees and we seem to be losing control, let that moment maximize in such a glorious level that in the moment of losing control, you reveal yourself to show who's truly in control, to raise her up again in the Holy Spirit, and to let her walk mightily with you, Father, and with you, Jesus. Let this moment heal her, restore her, and do greater than that to oh, become truly an overcomer in this hour to lead the world again in her medical research and the initiatives that she's doing to be the spokesman for the many that are so needed as we continue to wage war against this tyranny that delivers itself through an an injection needle and the psychosis of a mask. Father, we also pray today for our, our brethren across the pond, the British. Father, we haven't done a good prayer for them. We're going to do a good prayer for them today because this is, we are, we share common origins in this country our roots go there to a large degree. And unfortunately, during this declaration period, the Declaration of, of Independence and our revolutionary period, the powers that be put us at odds with one another. We have a different way of seeing the world at times, but yet we have a common root. And that common root actually takes us to Cromwell. It takes us to the origins of where the Constitution came from. And so, Father, what we're praying today is that awakening will strike the island, that there'll be a massive wave of reaching for Jesus, not the institutionalized church, not the church that's been corrupted by the lizard head royalty, but rather the institutional, we are seeking the rise of Jesus across that entire island set, the UK. Let, the, let that power to start to soak in deeply to people, raise up the mightiness of the spirit of the Brits. Let them now stand up mightily in this hour. Bless that, that group of people. Bless that, that nation with the power of the Holy Spirit. Push out these fools that are trying to force down climate change, bug eating, fake milk, fake meat, all this stuff. And may the power of the, of the Brits that have their anchor in root, in cattle, in meat, in hard work, be the spokesmen for their nation and let them overcome the political hand puppetry that's going on. 
Father, we, we rebuke anybody in the parliament and anybody trying to give their normal charade and show to try to show they care about the people as they rape and pillage the coffers of the treasuries of the state. We rebuke them and we bind them so that forevermore anything they do will steal away their profits and return it to the people without even their, and their choice. And Father, for the nation of England that sits quiet in this hour as they're over voiced by the people of London and the fools of the woke movement and the imports of the of the aliens from Africa that are trying now to reclaim Brit, Britain and change it to be another race, another people. We rebuke that as well. The mightiness in the core of the Western world, we need to come together as one people. We're not against every we're not against people, but start to reunite as one people to understand that the common cause that's pitting us against each other sits in places like the Bank of London and the Bar Association and the royalty and the parliament. And so, Father, we just ask that those eyes will be open and people can see clearly and start to stand mightily in their country and to remember their core and the power of Cromwell. Father, in this hour, as we look across the world, we're also praying again for our children, the children that continue to be sex trafficked, they continue to be exploited, they continue to be raped and pillaged. And, Father, for those that have turned a blind eye, we ask for a great shaking to come to their hearts, an undeniable truth that must, they must face. They will leave them in whatever state, but they cannot turn their head anymore. We need a world to awaken to the tears and, and hell that are happening to our children, and we need to unite as a people across this globe to stand to and to not let this crime continue. Father, we also need to also realize the accountability and the weight that sits on our heart for failing to do this. This is a... This is literally the greatest sin we could do to be complacent in this hour. So, Father, we pray for the awakening and the stirring of the fires of heaven, those fires of passion and righteousness that will now be more bold, step into the world to be more vocal and to be more mighty in this hour. Guide us in this hour, Father, and we bless us and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, I'm telling you, we've got to keep the fire going. There's a lot of fires that have to be going. It's important. But one thing I will tell you right now is very important is keep your skills up. Pew, pew. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control and more iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS plus free shipping when you go to iTargetPro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I targetpro.com itargetpro.com offer code is bards it's bards like bards fest too that's another one bards fest tickets are available they are donation only they are donation based recommended donation is $100 but nobody shall be denied 
That's our motto. You know that. We want you there if you can be there. That's the most important thing. We had some of the best stories from Yuba City. One of the most touching stories, I had somebody come up to me and at uh, Glad Tidings Church, and this is, I, I'm to this day, it, just, it really chokes me up when I tell this story. She th- came to thank me for a ticket, and I said, okay, well, you're welcome, but I mean, I'm, I'm humbled. Thank you. And she says, I, I spent what money I had on a hotel, and my son drove me over, and she had come from like eight hours away. Her son drove her over and then drove back to go to work, and then she stayed for a few days, and she had... She was able to be there and and had her money for the hotel and didn't have enough money for a ticket. And I was just, it's just one of those great stories. I'm just like, thank you, Father, because that's truly what we intend to do. That's what we are always there to do, is to make sure these at these events that we, there's, and I will tell you, the generosity of all of you is amazing because people do, do regularly provide more than the cost of the tickets, and I'm greatly humbled, so thank you. And it allows us to just open that up and say whatever you can afford. And there's no greater way to do an event on God than to do it that way because it allows us all to be participant and it does not prevent anybody from coming. I do not believe in VIP garbage. I don't believe in special seats. I don't want, I'm not going to ever charge anybody like, oh, you get to sit in the front row and get five minutes with Scott so you get to spend you know, $1,500 on a ticket. That's just garbage. That's just profiteering and pilfering. We've set a, a fee of a of recommended donation of $100 for three days. That, and in our, and we're showing it. We're able to cover costs with that, and that's what it's about. And just so any, everybody's aware, if there is excess, which there may be, I don't know, this excess will be applied towards Chile and our purchase of a piece of property down there to establish a Operation Vineyard safe haven for children and to do a Bards Fest that Mila's leading down there in December. So just so you know. And that team is evolving. If everything goes right, it's going to be a rock star team going with me down to Chile. So just know that. So we are covering everything. Is, all our costs are being covered first and foremost, obviously. And we're doing well on that. Um, we're not there yet, just so we're clear. But any excess will be applied to Chile. And I just I want you to know that. These are all money going ultimately to helping the children and expanding the footprint it, of this amazing nation that we have. We're, I swear we're going to put a flag in. We've already got floating flags, so we're going to anchor a solid flag in the U.K., a solid flag in, in Chile. We're going to be all over. So, hey, by the way, here's an interest. I just got this. And this is insane. So you probably don't know this. Berkey Water Filters is suing the EPA. And it, it says here, in case you missed it, on August 9th, 2023, the manufacturer of Berkey products filed a lawsuit against the EPA. The reason? To stop the unjustified treatment and perceived persecution of Berkey water filters because of the EPA's decision to treat Berkey as Berkey's as a pesticide. And what do you think they're trying to what do you think that they're trying to do with this? I will be willing to bet you that what they are afraid of is what Berkey does. Just I have another water filter I use and I'll 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 let you know about that because I forgot the name. Otherwise, I'll let you know now. What are they trying to prevent? Most likely, the removal of fluoride. Fluoride is that thing that calcifies your pineal gland. And it also causes reduction in, in, in mental capacity. And I'm willing to bet you they are freaking out because people are taking fluoride out of your water. I'm taking fluoride out of my water. And that's something they don't want because it's another part of their control mechanisms that they are losing. And that's ultimately too dangerous for them. I want you to hear this piece here. This is very important that we remember this. 
and um, never forget. That's the key here. Never forget. Hang on just a second. We'll get it up. Just take me a minute. And here we go. So I'm not going to forget. I'm not going to forget what the government did and didn't do over the last number of years. I'm not going to forget what the police forces in countries all around the world did to their own citizens. The overreach and tyranny that they participated in because they were just following orders. I'm not going to forget any of that. I'm not going to forget children being ripped out of school, being taken away from their friends and shoved into online classes that were not helpful to them, that damaged them emotionally and psychologically, that they in some ways might never come back from. Kids are resilient, but I'm not sure how resilient. I'm not going to forget the fact that friends of mine, that loved ones of mine, lost their jobs and their businesses because they would not follow totalitarian, crazy regulations and crazy mandates that didn't change anything, that didn't help anything. I'm not going to forget the fact that because of government oversight, because governments are not tremendously good oftentimes at responding to emergencies, I didn't get to see my family for three years. I still haven't seen my family, and I'm not the only one. I'm not going to forget the fact that people couldn't see their loved ones as they were dying in hospital. They couldn't go to cemeteries, couldn't go to their funerals, couldn't say goodbye. I'm never going to forget any of that. Because if the last number of years has taught us anything, it's that government a lot of the time has no idea what they're doing. And they act without consequence, without repercussion, and you, you are the one who loses out. But they don't care. They don't care and they never will. So I'm not gonna forget. And I hope that you weren't either. I'll never forget, and I'll never forget even to the day that they hang on, the, on that news. These people are criminal. They continue to be criminal, and they need to be held accountable. And once we get accountability back into our government, then we can start restoring the way of life that we all seek to have. This is about a five-minute piece here. We're going to close with this before some final words. This is Edward Snowden. I want you to listen carefully. This is really important. Of surveillance and what, if anything, has changed since your revelations? Yeah, I mean, the, the big thing that's changed... Um, since I was uh, in, 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 in 2013, is now it's mobile first everything. Um, mobile was still a, a big deal, right? Um, and the intelligence community was very much grappling uh, to, to get its hands around it and to deal with it. Um, but now people are much less likely to use a laptop than use a desktop than, than use, you know, God, any kind of wired phone um, than they are to use a smartphone. Uh, and both uh, Apple and Android devices, unfortunately, uh, are not especially good in uh, protecting your privacy. Think right now. Um, you got a smartphone, right? You, you might be listening to this <laughs> on a train somewhere in, in traffic right now. Um, or, or you, Joe, right now. You, you got a phone somewhere in the room, right? Uh, the phone is turned off, or at least the screen is turned off. It's sitting there. It's, it's powered on. And if somebody sends you a message, the screen blinks to life. How does that happen? Right. Uh, 
how is it that if someone from any corner of the earth uh, dials a number, your phone rings and nobody else's rings? How is it that you can dial anybody else's number and only their phone rings, right? Uh, every smartphone, every phone at all, uh, is constantly connected uh, to the nearest cellular tower. Um, every phone, even when the screen is off, you think it's doing nothing, you can't see it because radio frequency emissions are invisible, um, it's screaming in the air, saying, here I am, here I am. Here is my uh, IMEI, I think it's uh, Individual Manufacturer's Equipment Identity, uh, and IMEI, uh, Individual uh, Manufacturer's um, Subscriber Identity. I, I could be wrong on the, the breakout there, but the, the acronyms are uh, the IMEI and the IMSI, and you can search the, for these things. They're two globally unique identifiers that only exist anywhere in the world uh, in one place, right? This makes your phone different than all the other phones. Uh, the IMEI is burned into the handset of your phone. No matter what SIM card you change to, it's always going to be the same, and it's always going to be telling the phone network it's this physical handset. Then the IMESI uh, is in your SIM card, right? And this is what holds your phone number, right? It's the, basically the key, the right to use that phone number. And so your phone is sitting there doing nothing, you think, uh, but it's constantly shouting and saying, I'm here. Who is closest to me? That's the cell phone tower. And every cell phone tower with its big ears uh, is listening for these little cries for help uh, and going, all right, I see Joe Rogan's phone, right? I, I see Jamie's phone, I, I see all these phones uh, that are here right now. And it compares notes uh, with the other uh, network towers and your smartphone compares notes with them to go, who do I hear the loudest? And who you hear uh, the loudest is a proxy for uh, proximity, for closeness, distance, right? They go, whoever I hear more loudly than anybody else, that's close to me. So you're going to be bound to this cell phone tower, and that cell phone tower is going to make a note, a permanent record, uh, saying this phone, uh, this phone handset with this phone number at this time was connected to me, right? And based on your phone handset and your phone number, uh, they can get your identity, right? Um, because you pay for this stuff with your credit card and everything like that. Uh, and even if you don't, right, it's still active at your house uh, overnight. It's still active, you know, on your nightstand when you're sleeping. It's still whatever. Uh, the movements of your phone are the movements of you as a person, and those are often uh, quite uniquely identifying. It goes to your home. It goes to your workplace. Uh, other people don't have it. Sorry. Um, and anyway, it's constantly shouting this out, and then it compares notes with the other uh, parts of the network. And when somebody is trying to get to a phone, it compares notes, uh, the network compares notes to go, where is this phone with this phone number in the world right now? And to that cell phone tower that is closest to that phone, it sends out a signal saying, we have a call for you. Make your phone start ringing so your owner can answer it. And then it connects it across this whole path. But what this means, is that whenever you're carrying a phone, whenever the phone is turned on, uh, there's a record of your presence at that place that is being made and created by companies. It does not need to be kept forever, and in fact, there's no good argument for it to be kept forever, but these companies see that as valuable information, right? This is the whole big data problem that we're running into, and all this uh, information that used to be ephemeral, right? Where were you when you were eight years old, you know? Um, where were you? Where'd you go after you had a bad breakup? You know, who'd you spend the night with? Who'd you call after? All this information used to be ephemeral. 
meaning it disappeared, right? Like, like the morning dew, it would be gone. No one would remember it. But now these things are stored. Now these things are saved. And it doesn't matter whether you're doing anything wrong. It doesn't matter whether you're the most ordinary person uh, on earth uh, because that's how bulk collection, which is the government's euphemism for mass surveillance, works. They there you go. So the, we're going to talk a lot more about this this week. We're going to be on different shows talking about it. I'm just going to tell you a heads up right now. We need to change our behavior on how we use our phones. Because even just getting a, 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 a phone that's a secure phone doesn't solve the problems that Snowden just laid out. And there are some ways around that, but they're complicated and they're sophisticated. And if you make a single error on, on these things, you're gonna, you might as well throw your $2,000 away that you spent on the secure phone. But there are other much more affordable ways to keep yourself safe and better. It's not going to be on tonight's show, but I will uh, make it a feature. Uh, I, I guess we're not going to do it this week. We'll end up doing it next week. We'll make it a feature to talk a lot about the ways that we can start bringing safety and security into the phone. And I'll make it a feature next week because tonight we have the whistleblower, which is Aaron Stevenson from DHS. Tomorrow night we have Edward Dowd, who's, who I interviewed today. He'll be on tonight, tomorrow night with updates from Maui and Lahaina and also the latest on the stats of the death shot and what that's doing. And on Friday night, we have Pastor Brad Cummings. So a lot of great shows coming up this week. And then next week, we'll start digging into communication security. All right, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this, we are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, Support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, 
This state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 